Blog Talk Radio. Something for my guys, and Eliza and Lil' Girl and Corinne. To say the black of the best, the sweet of the juice, I say the dark of the flesh and the deep of the roots. I give a holler to my sisters on welfare. Tupac kids, if don't nobody else care. And uh, I know they like to beat you down a lot. And when you come around the block, brothers clown a lot. Don't cry, dry your eyes, never let up Forget, but don't forget, girl, keep your head up And when he tells you you ain't nothing, don't believe him And if you can't learn to love you, you should leave him Cause sister, you don't need me And I ain't trying to gas you up, I just call him how I see You know what makes me unhappy? When brothers make babies And leave a young mother to be a happy And since we all came from a woman Got our name from a woman and I came from a why we take from my women While we rape our women Do we hate our women I think it's time to kill for our women Time to heal our women Be real to our women And if we don't we'll have a race of babies That will hate the ladies That make the babies And since a man can't make one He has no right to tell a woman When and where to create one So will the real men get up? I know you're fed up, lady But keep your head Rolling 
welcome everyone to another episode of Our Own Voices Live, Brother Tupac. Keep your head up. Well, I was trying to think of a song that would be appropriate for Mother's Day, and this song just always inspired me. Some people say, well, it is a little sad, though. Well, I know for many of you, maybe your mom is no longer with you. So though many of us celebrate Mother's Day, there's a little sadness in it too. But we still celebrate. Well, welcome everyone. I am Rodney Smith. I am the host of Our Own Voices Live. And today we're doing a show, and it's simply titled, Happy Mother's Day. So to all the mothers out there, to all the moms, Happy Mother's Day. I know it's not today. It's actually tomorrow, so you can tell I have not forgotten. Every year, we try to make sure that we get on the air for a little while, talk about Mother's Day. And as you know, I I co-host a show with my sister girl, Mrs. Angela Thomas, but uh, she's celebrating her Mother's Day today. As I'm told, many mothers celebrate, start the celebration on Saturday. All the years that we've been doing this radio show, my homegirl has been right here with but a family took it today, and it's a good thing that they grabbed us. I'd have probably been putting that a word. So big shout-out to you, Mrs. Angela Thomas, and enjoy the family. Enjoy Mother's Day. You know, when I think about Mother's Day, I do think about mothers, but I think about family. And what I did was I said, let's, t- let's take time to celebrate those that give life, that give life. Because that's what, that's what mothers are. They are someone who physically gave life to another. All the world. All the world came from a mother. So mothers should have and usually do have a special place in our society and really a special place in our family. You know, us dads, we like to think that we're important too, and we are. But when it comes to the one that we lift up, it is the mothers, and rightfully so. Tomorrow is a bittersweet day for me, I have to admit, because this, uh, just, well, not even a week ago, just a few days ago, May 4th was the second year since my mom has transitioned. So, you know, this is mixed feelings, I'll admit it. And I was at the uh, Hispanic uh, caucus meeting the other night here in Las Vegas Community Center. And I was, they gave me a chance to let them know what office I was running for and, you know, just give a little talk about who I am and what I would plan to do and why I'm running. But I couldn't help but take the moment to reflect on my mom. All of our moms, one way or the other, something great about it. And I thought about my mom, and she's no different because I thought she was the greatest mom in the world. Still feel that way. Now, the mother of my children, I think she's the greatest mom in the world, too. Now, if you ask me, well, how can you have two of the two greatest moms in the world? Because that's just what they are. 
And I'm sure your mom is the greatest mom in the world. I think about my mother and I think of how a farm girl, a farm girl, when I say farm girl, I mean in the truest sense of the word. I think of a farm girl having to miss days in school so she could help get the crops out, help her dad get the book straight because she was good at math, and eventually dropped out of school in the 10th grade. Uh, had a few children, went to work, worked on the farm still, and she took on a new title. She went from daughter to mother. And then she had to provide for those three children, my brothers and and I. And she worked hard. I remember those days. I remember her going away and coming back and going away because she was a domestic worker for a rich family. And sometimes they're required to spend the weekend. Sometimes they might require to spend the night. Sometimes they may require to spend the week because she helped raise their children because they just happened to be the same age as us, as my mother's children. And sometimes she spent more time raising their children than even with us. Thank goodness for my grandmother, another mother. Even though it says mother, it's inclusive of all mothers, and that includes your grandmothers too. Stepmom, and we know we have a bunch of stepmoms out there. It includes you because you play such a vital role. And my mother, working hard on the farm, working hard for domestics, eventually sought a better life. And maybe you've heard the story. Moved to New York during the Great Migration with me in tow, living with our cousin going to work at Western Union, graveyard shift, eventually moving to the night shift, taking the test for a city job, passing the test. That means the income went up. Life got better for all of us. Moved up as far as she could go. Met the glass ceiling of no high school diploma. So she didn't move up very far. Mainly it went from working night shift to working day shift. <laughs> but got a high school diploma in the form of a GED. I'm thankful for GEDs. And that gave her a little pay raise, so it made things better for the family. And then after that, constantly wanting more and needing more. Went to school, got a college degree while working a full-time job and raising us three boys. That's my mother. Esther Smith. That's my mother. And she set an example for us, as most mothers do. Many examples. One of the biggest examples my mother set for me, and if you all would like to share what examples or just a thought about your mother. Whether it's your your mother, your grandmother, your stepmother, your your auntie who raised you, whoever it was, that description of mother, because mother isn't just a title. Mother is an act. 
see, my mother taught me persevering. That's one of the things she taught me, persevering. Stay with it. She taught me to have a mind made up. Now, sometimes we don't always agree with our mom. But because she's our mom's, because she was my mom, there was always deference to, towards what mom said. So mothers hold a special place in society and a special place in, in their children's hearts. And for us boys, especially us boys who didn't have fathers, we learned a lot of lessons from our mothers separate from our fathers that, that some, unfortunately, never get to know. Mothers. I can think to when things may not have worked out so well, and my mom said, "It's okay, Russ. You can learn from it. Well, what did you? What did you? What could you have done better? Is there anything you could have done better?" That, that's my mother talking to me. Okay, Rob, let's look at this thing. Did you do everything that you needed to do? If you had to do it again, do you know what to do to prepare for it? My mother, if I brought homework back home, and it wasn't 100%, you know, when I turned it in, I didn't get 100% on it. I actually had to redo the homework in the areas that I didn't do well. And even though the grading was done for that paper, or whatever it was, my mom would actually have me redo it. And what she was doing, she says, well, Rod, you didn't know it. So if it was taught and you, for whatever reason, didn't get it, you still need to have it. <laughs> Mother. See, those little pearls of wisdom they give out. I mean, that's, that's something simple. It's something basic, right? I can Remember when I was, I think I was trying to learn how to tie up my shoes. And for whatever reason, I was having problems getting my fingers and the laces to act right. And I believe I happened to mention something about not being able to tie up my shoes or I, I, I can't tie up my shoes. And my mother says, Rod, there's no such thing as can't. How many of your mothers tell you that? There's no such thing as can't. Well, some of those mothers say, you know, not too long ago we had uh, the Sankofa series with uh, the Samuel L. Smith Education Foundation and Sister China Hudson did a presentation on mother wit. And basically it was talking about some things that she had encountered from the mothers that were saying, axioms. And for my mother... The one that stands out most for me is just that there's nothing you can't do. Can't was a four-letter word in my house. I still stumble over it today when I'm saying it unless I'm using it like this because it's just something that my mother didn't believe in. So if my mother didn't believe in it, naturally I didn't believe in it. My mother was a churchgoer. She didn't go every Sunday, but she was a churchgoer. So, of course, guess what? was being dragged along, me. And I remember in Brooklyn, New York, we went to a church called Cornerstone. I don't remember exactly. Stone is located. Hopefully it's still there. 
and I think church started at 11 o'clock. And at about 1.30, <laughs> I was ready to leave. So my mother would still be there. And I would try to listen to the sermons as much as I could. But I'll admit sometimes I'm not at all. And I often wonder, why would my mother keep taking me here and keeping me here so long if I'm not off? Well, first of all, I didn't nod off all the time. And sometimes they actually did get out in less than two and a half, three hours. But she knew that it was planting a seed, and that's what mothers do. You know, they're the bearer of the eggs. And men are the farmers who plant the seed. And to a certain extent, we plant the seeds into Mother Earth. And from that, there's new creation. Sometimes I'm not sure if we take motherhood as serious of an endeavor as it is. You know how miraculous it is for the 500 million little tadpoles, sperm cells, for for one of them to somehow be compatible with that mother-to-be's aid. But there's only one. And no matter how many of those swimmers and how often those swimmers get sent toward those eggs, there's only one that those swimmers are going to find that one of them are going to be able to penetrate. I mean, it could have been billions trying. But there's only that one special one. And mothers are like that one special one. So you see how miraculous it is just for a mother to a woman to become a mother? It may take billions of attempts. Billions before it happens. Depending on how long you live. And how active you are, it could be more than a billion. It could be, like I said, billions, tens of billions. But it's just one. I can remember my mother, and this again in New York City, we had a big blizzard back in, I want to say, 65, 65, 66, somewhere around there. And it seemed like the curve was so high already. And it had snowed, and the snow was just coming down, and the snow was probably up to almost halfway my calf, easily, maybe even more than that. And she was sort of hopping me through the snow on my way to school. And I remember that to this day. I remember when I graduated, there was a certain sense of pride in my mother. Why do you graduate? Well, you graduate because that's what you're supposed to do. You graduate so you can have a better life, so you can go to college, go get a job, join the military. But you also graduate to please your mother. Do you know, have you ever thought about how much stuff you do to please your mother? Even when you're no longer with your mother, and even when your mother may no longer be here on this earthly plane, 
we still try to please our mothers. I'm no different. I'm running for Congress right now, and one of the reasons why I'm running is because I think my mother would have approved. I could hear her encouraging me right now, telling me that, Rod, you, it is true you don't have the most money. Yes, you don't have the most volunteers. There's a lot of things that still need to be done. But you can do it, Rod. You can do it. Which means I can do it. Words are powerful. Words are powerful when spoke tells from complete strangers, right? But when those words are spoken by your mother, whatever level that those words would have had by a stranger that's spoken to you are just that much more impactful when spoken to you by your mother. So when your mother says it's going to be all right, it's going to be all right. When your mother says, you can do a little more, you can do a little better. You can do a little more, you can do a little better. Mothers, that's what we're talking about. Big shout out to all of the mothers out there. It is not an easy task to be a mother. And, of course, mothers are never compensated for their true worth, their true value, what they contribute to the continuance and growth of a family. There's no holiday. There's no sentimental card, no song, no poem that can truly encapsulate all that a mother is to us. And what my mother may be to me, maybe your mother is that or something else to you. But still, it's something great. Mothers. Think about the founding of Mother's Day, which really hasn't been that long. Someone wanting to give thanks to their mother. That's how these things start. Somebody wanting to give thanks. I want to give thanks for my mother today. I know you're not here with me anymore, Mom, not in the physical sense. But I know you're with me in a spiritual sense every step that I take. And I want to thank you for being my mother. I want to thank you for the sacrifices you made. I want to thank you for the long hours that you worked, the tears that you shed. I want to thank you. I want to thank you for the encouraging words when things didn't go right or I had an hour. Thank you, Mom. I remember when I wanted to buy a house. My mom didn't have to do it, but she wanted to help me with the down payment. And I realized that a part of why is not just that she had the money, the you know, the farm girl dropped out in, in the tenth. I say that she retired as a hospital administrator in New York City hospitals. I don't know if I mentioned that. That's my mom. That's my mother, Miss Esther Smith. My mother didn't stop. First. 
college graduate in the history of the Smith family was my mother. Yes, a high school girl that dropped out in the 10th grade and then had two boys, three boys, was the first person in the history of our family to get a college degree. My mother. Yeah, I get a little choked up, I'll, I'll admit, reflecting on my mother, reflecting on the love that she shares for me. and that My mother was a person who, she did do things in the community. She, the only club that I know that my mom belonged to was the floral club at her church. And she moved from the home to, get, to have her own, be a part of the, her own church of choice. And she moved to Bethany. Now, Bethany, the pastor there, was the father of some schoolmates. And Beth, which I'm sure is short for Elizabeth, was his daughter, some of his children, his daughter. And I remember her. She's very pretty. But as important as her father was to her, it was her mother. See, it's our mothers who often nurture us. When we fall, our fathers aren't always too apt to sort of, we like to call it their baby to fall. Our mothers want to, and you can see it on their face, but they know that it's not always good for us. And sometimes what they'll do is they won't talk about how bad it is, but they'll encourage you in their goodness and say, okay, Rod, get up, get up, walk. This is my mom teaching me, like, walk. You can do it. Tumble. All right, Rod, come on, get up. Get up. You can do it. You're doing it. You're doing it. That was one of my mom's phrases, too. You're doing it. Say, you're doing it. You're doing it. I take more steps, and eventually I learned how to walk. When I came back from the desert, I had to be taught how to walk again, and guess who was there? The same person, that mom that was with me when I wasn't able to to walk after the explosion. And you know what she said? You can do it, Rod. You can do it. That's what my mom said. That's what I did. Mothers, such a unique place. Now, I know there's some words that have mother in it, probably nothing to do with yours or anybody else. Let's reflect on that the next time we use that word. Is it appropriate? You know, normally when Angela and I do the show, we're on for an hour to hour and a half. But as I did share earlier, I have some campaign events. I did the snatch of cleanup. Heck, I'd like to get a little bit to eat. But I didn't want the day to go by without recognizing those who gave us all life, our mothers, and to thank them for all the sacrifices, the suffering. Did you all have a blessed day with family and friends and that they remember the significance of Mother's Day? I'll never forget. Mother's Day and I'll never forget my mom Happy Mother's Day everybody And I know we've missed a few shows 
and uh, I apologize for that. I did get on the campaign trail, which is no, you know, it's not making an excuse, and I, I let the the uh, show slip. So I'm back. I do have a bunch of things going on Saturday, so there may be different co-hosts in the air chair, but we're going to try to get back to track. So to all my mothers out there, brothers, if you forgot, now you know, tomorrow's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, and enjoy your special day. This is Rodney, and on behalf of Angela Thomas, my co-host, and our own voices live, happy Mother's Day to everyone, and enjoy your special day tomorrow. Until next week.